From trauma to joie de vivre, how is that possible? Welcome to Post-Trauma Secrets and Decluttering, where we go behind the scene and reveal how to free yourself. Come and discover the four dimensions of a decluttering journey with your host, Valerie Huard. Hey, hey, wonderful doers. Today we're talking about another question that is asked often because people want to know. So can the brain recover from trauma? We're not talking about traumatic brain injury here. That means we're not talking about when the brain bleed or a big, big accident that a part of the brain is completely damaged. We're talking about the mental side of a trauma. We're talking about PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. So the way that we are affected after a trauma. So when someone has PTSD, they've done tons of MRI and research, and they found out that there's three parts of the brain that are affected in most of the people. The first one is the frontal lobe. This is the part at just in the front of your brain. The other one is the amygdala. This is the place where your brain manages stress. And the hippocampus that is responsible for memory. So now let's take a look at one after the others. We've seen previously that trauma or PTSD can be ill, kind of like a wound becomes scars. It's a bit similar for the brain, but different at the same time. So about the executive function in the prefrontal cortex, we're talking about that because the prefrontal cortex on MRI show a slowest activity. So that slow down the executive function. But what are the executive function? The executive function are the capability to organize, to plan, to make decision. And when that is affected, you can see it like it's more difficult to get up and put a can of pop in the trash can, or it's more difficult to put away what you just buy when you arrive home, you let your bag in the entrance. So it's not because the person is lazy, it's because the prefrontal cortex and the executive function are slowed down. So the good news is that we can learn back because there is a concept that is called plasticity of the brain. But what does that mean, plasticity of the brain? That's mean that the brain is able to reorganize its neural pathways, so the way it connects between the neurons, throughout the lifespan as a result of experience. So that could be an experience like your trauma had changed the neural pathway, but it can be learning and experiencing and building new neural pathway also. So that means that the brain will change with repetition, with learning, with putting in practice some skills that we want to develop. So we can totally take over and build back our capability of the prefrontal cortex if we really want it and if we take the decision to take action to do it. So as the second part of the brain that is affected, the amygdala, what happens is the amygdala becomes hyperactive, a bit like somebody that has ADHD. So what happens is the amygdala produces more hormones, stress hormone or cortisol that we say, than for people that didn't encounter trauma. So it produces that hormone and produce and produce. So our level is higher. And when the level of higher of cortisol, what happens is we have more trauma symptoms because we are more stressed. 
It is the place where our body decides if we fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So your reaction can be different from other person in situation. But this is all managed by the amygdala and how it helps you manage the stress. So your symptom will be different than somebody else. But the good news is there is some technique to calm the amygdala and help the amygdala slow down a bit. And one of a technique called the doer's reset, we teach it in our program, put that stress down. So when people apply the doer's reset, what happens is progressively the amygdala learn again to produce less hormone cortisol. So what happens is the amygdala is producing the hormone, then we do the doer's reset, it calm it down. So it stay down for a little while and because we are, it is so used to be stressed, it start again to produce more cortisol. So we need to apply the doer's reset again to re-slow it down and again and again and again. Yes, at the beginning we do it really, really often. But the amygdala learn and progressively we can space the time between the doer's reset and her amygdala will produce less cortisol. So therefore we will be less stressed. We will have less trauma symptoms like flashback, nightmare, panic attacks and anxiety. Okay, let's look at the third part that is affected, the hippocampus. This is responsible for the memory. What happens is the hippocampus is shrinking. Okay, I know that is not a good news because when it shrinks, it shrinks. But the good news is that there is new studies based on the plasticity of the brain that find out that there are other regions in the brain that will take over the section that the hippocampus is responsible for. So therefore, they will build new complex circuit after the damage that will compensate for the loss of the function. I'll give you a quick example. A couple of years ago, my son had a huge concussion. You know, he fell down front uh, directly in ceramic and didn't protect himself with his hand. So his head really bang on on the ceramic. So he got a concussion. The type of concussion while he wasn't seeing before three or four days after the impact, he wasn't remembered that he has siblings. He was so attached to myself because he was so scared and he forgot he was bilingual speaking French and English and he forgot his French and also his mathematics and his ABCs. So can you imagine a child of 10 years old having to go back to school, not knowing his French anymore, not knowing his mathematics and it is ABCs. That is pretty traumatic by itself in addition of the trauma. So what happened is we worked hard with him to teach him again and having practice and do some songs and things that dance on it and rebuilding and practicing and rebuilding and practicing with repetition and repetition. And you guess what? Today, he is 16 years old. He's looking to go at the university. He catch everything back he is in academic level, so he was able to recover his French, recover his mathematics, his learning, his English, and all of that. 
So it is so amazing how the brain works. Okay, you'll tell me it took six years to get back on track. Maybe, but the important is it get back on track. It was able to recover. Yes, sometimes recovery takes some times. But at the end, it worked it because six years on lifespan, it's only six years. It's only a short period of time and he still have all his adult life in front of him. So yes, the brain is able to recover even if the memory is affected, even if the amygdala is hyperactive and even if the prefrontal cortex is slowed down and the executive function are a bit more difficult. So in conclusion, your brain change every day based on what you do, feel and think. So you can decide today to make it works for you and using that plasticity of the brain in your advantage. Have a good day. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode. If you want to help break the trauma stigma, share this episode and give hope to your friends and let them know it is possible to get free from trauma. Valerie and JM want to help you further by offering you Declutter Your Life 101. Be sure to go to dowellht.com forward slash free yourself. That's dowellht.com forward slash free yourself to get your free quick summary and start your decluttering journey. Thanks again for tuning in and be sure to join us next time to discover another secret on post-trauma secrets and decluttering.